0: Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded.
1: The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management.
2: Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application.
3: Oh boy, this is gonna be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio, keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. Black. So
4: welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. This is where we're living life like it matters. You know, one thing um, I'm really good at, you know, I found this out in life early on, uh, that I I, I can get to people. Call it annoy, call it irritate, call it stir up. Call it manipulate, but uh, <laughs> uh, let me just say I can push a button or two. Uh, and anybody that's walked in my path, in my past, for a long period of time has seen that. And so I, I do get stirred up. And one thing I realized is that's, in essence, part of how God made me. So now how do I take this, this thing, this force, this um, gift, this curse, this sin, whatever you want to call it, How do I take that and use it somehow for good and for glory, you know, for the good of man, for the good of me, for the good of you and for God's glory? And so that's about reframing. That's how you can take anything uh, and, and reframe it, repurpose it, reuse it. Whether we're talking about trauma, whether we're talking about drama, whether we're talking about pain, whether we're talking about things you like, things you don't like. This is the point. It's either going to make you bitter or better. It's either going to uh, be used for good or used for bad. It's either going to build you up or tear you down. A- and this is this is the summation of all these little choices that we make that we make on the unconscious level we don't even realize we're making them we're so unconscious we're going through life making these half-hearted choices without realizing we're even making choices and unfortunately choices have consequence and so I've always known I could stir people up and that doesn't mean good sometimes build bad like man it's just I walk in the room and someone's angry I don't know. Uh, I look wrong. And so I did something wrong. I I say something and three people are crying like, what did I do? What do you know, ah. and so I figured, you know, what? I'm going to use this somehow for good. And so uh, somewhere along the line, I, I, I realized that I can stir people up in a good way, too. And the stirring up is an interesting concept because, you know, uh, I love fire. I can build a big fire. Trust me. Anybody knows me knows I can build a big fire, big fires. And, uh, you know, when a, when a fire is on its last leg, you know its last leg. You know a last leg. Some of you feel like you're on the last leg on your marriage, last leg with your kids, last leg in life. Let's be honest. You know what a last leg is. And so when a fire is on its last leg, uh, if you want to keep it going, if you want to revive it, if you want to give it a new beginning, a, a new start, you take another stick or a pole. Something that's not going to be burned up. It might catch fire, but won't be consumed. And you stir up those coals. And you add some oxygen. and You move some of the debris. And now they're, they're flickering. And embers are, are glowing. And then it's ripe. It's prime. You throw some brand new wood on it. Flame on. You got to put the flames the go. And see, today on Like It Matters Radio, I want us to consider, are we stirred up? Or are we wound up? Because let's be honest, I see a lot of people stuffing, 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 stuffing. And you know what's come soon? Anybody know? Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. Boom. Right? Stuff, 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 snap. Stuff, 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 snap. Anger, strife, depression. Don't you see it? People are wound up. And isn't it interesting? I love words. <clears throat> Excuse me. But wound is the same word as wound. Isn't that interesting? I'm like, when I was typing on the lookup, what's the meaning wound up mean? And I kept seeing wound. Like, why am I is, am I spelling this wrong? I know it sounds silly, but have you ever thought about it? Wound and wound are the same word. It's just the, uh, the different emphasis on the wrong syllable. Emphasis on syllable. I just play with you. My friend Rick says that. I put You put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. Right? Wound or wound. Isn't that interesting? And so there's a lot of people with a lot of pain, a lot of hurt, a lot of people going through life and a lot of things being attached to them. Uh, they're like a sponge sucking up all the darkness, all the pain, all the anger, all the resentment. And it's just brewing and brooding and, and like bacteria in a sponge getting more infectious. See, see, people seem to be on the edge. There's, there's much anger, confusion, resentment, strife. And it's a fair question being a leader. How do we maneuver today's journey without letting all that anger, all that bitterness become part of our experience? I mean, it's a fair question. And you got to ask it if you want to be the best possible version of so, yourself. See, as a leader, the time is now. It's time to be a better steward of our minds, of our focus. Because we move in the direction of our focus and we focus in the direction of our movement. That's how God made us. And so again, you you gotta realize that's the reality of it. Now, how do you frame that? How do you use that? How do you put that in the proper context so that you can be the best version of yourself? See, we're sponges. And there's only five ways to get into our experience of a sponge. And when life squeezes us, what do you think's gonna come out of us? The only thing that can come out of us is what's in us. Why do you think we're told over and over and over to hold our tongues? Because from the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. Don't you get it? Where does all this anger, where does all this strife, where does all this bitterness? It's in our minds, it's in our hearts, and then it brews, it bubbles, it percolates, it fermentates. And then it becomes words, thirty to 60,000 thoughts per day, epigenetics. And they're bubbling, they're stirring, they're bouncing around, they're making us bitter and angry and lonely. Why do you think the Bible tells us so many times to control our tongue? It says the tongue is the wickedest, the most painful, the most brutal, the most destructive organ in our body. Now I'm going to share a poem with you called Salt Cellars, uh, it's weird. It's called, I got credit here with Charles Spurgeon, but then I, uh, I found a version of it far earlier than Charles Spurgeon that says the tongue anonymous. So I don't know if Charles Spurgeon just redid it or what, but uh, here it is. The boneless tongue, so small and weak, can crush and kill, declared the Greek. The tongue destroys a greater horde, the Turk asserts, than does the sword. The Persian proverb wisely wisely saith, a lengthy tongue, and early death. Or sometimes take this form instead, don't let your tongue cut off your head. The tongue can speak a word whose speed, say the Chinese, outstrips the steed. While Arab sages this impart, the tongue's great storehouse is the heart. From Hebrew wit, the maxim sprung, thou feet should slip, never let the tongue. The sacred rider crowns the whole, who keeps the tongue, doth keep his soul. Boom, right? Isn't that powerful? That's really good. I, I, from a guy who plays with words, that's really good stuff. But here's the problem. From the overflow, the heart and the mouth speaks. The heart is the place of our focus. The Bible says, where your heart is, so there is your treasure. In other words, that's your primary focus. And today, we're going to go into why are we so wound up? we got all this anger, all this bitterness. There's something out there that's consuming us. You know what it is, and it's not a virus, although it's viral. It's called strife. The good book says, for where envying and strife is, there is confusion and every evil work. Maybe I didn't Make myself clear. There is confusion and every, not some, not occasional, not part-time, not after five and before three. There is confusion and evil work, every. This is what's going on, ladies and gentlemen. We've got to go source. The source is us. The hearts and minds of every single creature walking out there. The hearts and minds of every single person looking for baby formula. The hearts and minds of every single person paying $6 a gallon for gas. The hearts and minds of every person who feels like this last election was stolen. The hearts and minds of every person who grew up loving this country. And the hearts and minds of every person who's listening to my voice. I'm black. We'll be right back.
3: If you're ready to
1: go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, June 30th through July 2nd. That's likeitmatters.net. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand
0: Canyon. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Hear the latest reporting and analysis on the big stories of the day on the Daybreak Insider Podcast. It's top-notch reporting from SRN News, along with the sharpest insight from Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Dennis Prager, Sebastian Gorka, and the voices of townhall.com. The Daybreak Insider Podcast. It's your first look at today's top stories. Available at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and at salempodcastnetwork.com.
4: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio, Radio Like It Matters, inspiration, education, application. And you know what I I believe with all my heart is that Like It Matters has never been more needed than it is today. People are hurting. People are numb. People are angry. People are being wound up. See, we're called to be stirred up. But everything that we're supposed to do, sometimes the, the enemy gets a hold of it and he perverts it, he twists it. And so we went from supposedly attempting to be stirred up just to be wound up. We're like a jack-in-the-box ready to crack and pop. We're ready to go and then someone cuts us off on the freeway and we chase them down with a gun in our hand and blow their brains out. Or are we going to fight over an Xbox and then we kill our mom and dad and we cut them up into pieces and then we have a party that night with them in our – sitting in our backyard? I mean it's just crazy. And this isn't stuff I'm making up. I deal in this stuff. I walk in people's pain. I help them clean up. It's not negative talking about the truth. It's negative living in it. It's negative complaining about it. It's negative wallowing in it. Yeah, that's negative. But the truth will set you free. First, it will make you a little bit miserable. And the good thing is that there might be misery and pain right now, but joy comes in the morning. And so the picture I want you kids get is we're called to be stirred up, not wound up, not ready to pop, not ready to kill our kid when they spill milk, not ready to uh, uh, to beat up our, our spouse because they're not in the mood, uh, because the weight of the world is getting so much, things are bearing down on us so much. And why? Because we're found out during the COVID crisis that we're not essential. All right, we already struggle with validation. We want to know we matter. We want to know we have value. You know, I I listen to all these social justice warriors out there. This one lady running in in Texas, a liberal Democrat, progressive Democrat, running against the the one Democrat who actually is an American first and then a politician second. And I'm a Republican. I'm no Democrat. But uh Henry, uh can't think of his last name, uh, uh good guy for a Democrat. They're running against him. This woman says, I used to work in his office. But uh then work in his office I decided I had to run because I didn't see people like me. Oh, there's all these wealthy uh people in there and all that and he he went brought people to DC, but I never saw people who looked like me. People look like me. Don't you hear it? In our social justice work, it's all about us. See, this is the lie. It is about us. It's not fair. I matter. How come nobody looks like me? Well, I wouldn't want the world to look like me. I'm not, I'm, I'm not that good looking of a guy. <laughs> See, you're getting wounded up. And now you're told that you should be angry. That you're, it's not justice. It's not fair. The world's not fair. And they're putting you down because people who look like you. Oh, my gosh. Put your big boy pants on. Put your big girl pants on. It ain't about you. Rule number one, it's not about us leaders. That's why we get stirred up in a good way. See, the wound up is anger, bitter. where It's seething out of us. It's pussing, building, ready to explode. But being stirred up, it's when the coals, when the fire starts dying down. It's been left alone for a while. It's still good fire. It still can produce lots. It can still burn. It can still cook a cow. But first, you got a little work to do. You gotta find yourself a stick that can catch fire but not be consumed, or maybe something metal. And you gotta stir it up, you gotta put some effort in there, you gotta move it around, you gotta get it moving. And hear the message leaders? You gotta get it moving. And then once some oxygen gets in there and some of the old junk gets removed, now you're ready to put some new stuff on it. You ready for some new stuff? And that new stuff catches fire really quick and it burns powerful, it burns bright, it burns hot. That's what we wanna be, not wound up. And you got to understand, there's a reason why we get wound up and says stirred up because we start losing hope, we stop believing it matters. You got to realize, I, I love the Bible. It's my standard. It's not a religious show, but I love the Bible. It's a good book. It's better than a good book. It's life giving. And in Isaiah six two, it's so powerful. It starts off with Isaiah was just he had a uh, he was brought to the throne room of heaven. He had a vision. And he said he saw God's throne room. He said, attending him were mighty seraphim angels, each having six wings with two wings. They covered their faces, two they covered their feet, and two they flew. It was just powerful because you think, what a weird-looking creature. And then all of a sudden it made sense because the next two sentences, verses, that he explains why, you know, two were cover their eyes because they're in the presence of God himself, Shekinah glory. It's too bright. It's like standing next to the sun. So they had to have two wings to cover your eyes. Even an angel gets his his eyes fried out. And then they have to have two to cover his feet because our feet were creaturehood. Our feet established that we were a created being. We're attached to the earth. Don't you get it? That's what feet represent, earth. Our feet walk on the earth. They're the connector. And so that showed our creaturehood. So you're in the presence of a holy God. There can be no, no uh, unholiness in that presence. And so, two to cover the feet. And of course, we all know, how does an angel get around? There's no taxis in heaven, right? <laughs> they got two wings, so they got to fly. You know what that tells me? That God prepares his creatures for the environment that he's going to put them in. Remember, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord's plans to prosper you, not to harm you, it's plans for hope in the future. For if you have, are God's masterpiece, his workmanship. You were, he, you're walking through uh, doors that he prepared in advance. He calls them good works that he prepared in advance for you to do. He has a purpose for you, plan to you. See, he put, he knew he was going to put birds in the sky. So he gave him a light skeletal system and gave him wings. Get it? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. See, he knew he was going to put fish in the water. Uh, and so they would need to survive underwater. So he gave them gills and scales and the ability to maneuver and survive underwater. Get the point? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. See, you're special. Shh, shh. Look around. Look over your left shoulder. Look over your right shoulder. Did anybody else hear this? I just need to make sure it's just the two of us. You ready? You're special. Yep. Uh, I know. Uh, no. Look in the mirror again. Um, yep, you're special. Uh, it's It's the weirdest thing. I know. We've been told all our life we don't matter. we told all our life we're not enough. told all our life, blah, 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 blah. But here's the thing. It doesn't matter what the world tells you. What matters is what God tells you. What matters is what Mr. Black, the black man's telling you right now. You're special. Uh, Dr. Benjamin Elijah Mays has one of my favorite quotes. You know he's a, a man. What a great man he was. It says, it must be borne in mind that the tragedy of life does not lie in not reaching your goal. The tragedy of life lies in having no goal to reach. Not failure, but low aim is sin. You see, it's not a calamity to die with dreams unfulfilled, but it is a calamity not to dream. See, every man and woman is born into the world to do something unique and something distinctive. And if he or she does not do it, it will never be done. It isn't a disgrace, he goes on to say, not to reach the stars, but it is a disgrace to have no stars to reach. This is why years ago I heard one of my favorite pastors, Alistair Begg, share this, and I've been using it ever since, and he doesn't know where he got it from. He found it somewhere. But it's true. Listen. And if you've heard this before, I want you to listen to it for the first time. Put your name in here. Since the beginning of time, there has never been another person like you. Nobody has your smile, your eyes, your hands, your hair. Nobody owns your handwriting or your voice. In all of time, there has never been anybody who laughs in exactly your way. And what makes you laugh or cry or think may have a totally different response in another. You're the only one in the whole of creation who has your particular set of abilities. There's always someone who is better at one thing or another. Every person is your superior in at least one way. But nobody in the universe can reach the quality and the combination of your talents or your feelings. Throughout all of eternity, no one will ever walk, talk, think, or do exactly like you. You are rare. And all rarity, there's enormous value. And because of your great value, the need for you to imitate everyone else is absolutely wrong. You happen to be special. And it's no accident that you are. Please realize that God made you for a special purpose. He has a job for you to do that no one else can do as well as you can. Out of the billions of applicants, only one is qualified. Only one has the unique and right combination of what it takes. And that one is you. See, ladies and gentlemen, that's why you got to get in the game. That's why, who cares what people think about you? Who cares that our president, if you're like me, if you look like me, what about the people who look like me? Well, if you look like me, my president believes that I'm the biggest threat to this country. I'm a bigger threat than China, than Russia, than the than the nuclear bombs out there, than COVID or monkeypox. I'm a white, conservative, Christian. Loathe me. Hate me. Because that's what the world wants you to do right now. But I'm not interested in what the world thinks about me. Neither should you be. I'm interested, what does God think about me? What do those people I hold in high regard, high esteem, think about me? And Teddy Roosevelt said it best, put it on, soldiers. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbled or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust, sweat, and blood, and blood. Who strives valiantly. Who errs and comes up short again and again. Who know the great enthusiasms, the great devotions, and spends himself in a worthy cause. Who at best knows in the end the triumph of high achievements and who at worst, if he fails, at least he fails while daring greatly. So that his place shall never be With those cold and timid souls who know neither defeat nor victory. That's what it's about, ladies and gentlemen. You're here for a purpose. Find that purpose. Get stirred up for that purpose. And when you get knocked on your butt, and you will, you pick yourself up, you dust yourself off, and you hit it again. I'm Black. We'll be right back. Ah!
3: Lighten up, Francis. Take a listen to these words about like it matters leadership awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through. And that's executive, professional communication training to to how to hold a fork. It, the the leadership awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before and it's there's nothing like it there's 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 no way to explain it with words you have to experience it leadership awakening change your heart change your mind change your life Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. It's not only changing lives, it's saving lives. That's likeitmatters.net slash schedule. HP 42
0: technology,
5: SBS rubberized polymer, cementitious filler, cellulose fiber. <laughs> Hi, this is Timo from the Kingdom Builders Roofing. There's a lot of stuff that goes into making quality shingles and choosing the best shingle for your roof shouldn't be complicated. There's quite a few shingle manufacturers, and each manufacturer has a number of options available, so how do you know what the best shingle is for your roof and budget? When you choose to work with the Kingdom Builders, rest assured that we can explain the differences between the top shingles in our market and the pros and cons of each. Even though there are a lot of great shingles out there that we work with, there may be a specific feature or color that you'd like on your new roof. Some shingles have a greater resistance to black algae streaking, which we see quite a bit of in our area. Some shingles stick down and stay put better than others. We can show you the samples and explain the differences clearly. If you need your roof inspected, just give us a call at 612-900-9166 or go to
2: thekingdombuilders.com. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project.
3: Hey, can we get that
2: backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, Books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, Workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level.
4: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. And you know, we're talking about are you wound up or are you stirred up? Stirred up uh, prepares you to burn like the flames of a stoked fire. Are you burning like the flames of a stoked fire? Or are you wound up emotionally, spiritually, psychologically constipated? You keep going to the buffet of emotions and spirit and keep eating at the buffet and nothing's coming out. And to get in that point where you something's got to give. And I want you to know that what's happening is I think it's actually being planned. I think this is spiritual, not physical. It's just my personal opinion. That and a dollar will get you a cup of coffee. Uh, at seven eleven or come and go wherever you go for your coffee, it will be small. They might not let you put a lid on it, you know with the biden inflation, but at least you get a cup of coffee for a dollar with my opinion got that uh it's uh it's the only value it has what you give it. I study eschatology, I think he's got to be wrapping this thing up soon because it's just getting weird. It's just getting weird seem to people are on edge there's so much anger, confusion, look how people are killing each other brutally. Random people walking up strangers are pushing them in the back in front of trains. People walking up strangers and cold cocking them, knocking them unconscious, uh, stabbing someone to death, a total stranger, uh, you know, smash and grab robberies in the middle of the day. I mean, gunmen going into churches, going into places uh, and just gunning people down. I mean, you don't see it. And the sad part is it seems to be uh, programmed that way and this is part of humanity this is the the reason why man is part of the problem we got to fix man uh, you it, all the other stuff doesn't work you know i told you i was uh, i don't know where i got this data i was reading something I was studying the book of revelation i think it was J Vernon McGee he said in the history of recorded mankind or mankind's recorded history there's been about 15,000 wars i mean of course these are the ones that just made were publicly known 15,000 wars man has signed eight 1,000 peace treaties. Yet, he said, in the total history, all of it added up, you've only enjoyed two to 300 years in total, in total, where there's no war and living a supposed peace. And one of the guys who I've been compared to uh, recently, G.K. Chesterton, said one of the, the great paradoxes of our time, it's the age of pacifism, but not the age of peace. But everybody wants peace, right? The problem is man's at war with God. Read a good book. But yet people want to storm the streets and kill people and rob people and say, no, no justice, no peace. No justice, no peace. Uh, be careful about the peace, I mean, the justice you keep asking for. Someday it's going to knock on your door and it's going uh, to be paid. It's gonna expect to be paid. It's going to expect to be paid. And boy, the standard of justice that you want for other people won't be the same standard of justice measured unto you, but with a portion more. Just know that. And so it's about strife, this thing called strife. You need to understand what's going on because you need to be aware. Leaders, it's all about awareness because you could be in the right place at the right time, but if you're not aware of it, uh, then you'll do nothing about it, and then you'll miss it. And so you'll never know you were at the right place at the right time. Perfect example, I had seven men in this last class in Las Vegas. Seven men, one of the best classes I've had in three decades. Uh, God was so present, Holy Spirit was present. These men, awesome. They went home, leaders, oh man, they left a lot of hurt, a lot of pain. Uh, two of them uh, committed to Christ, uh, walking with God. Uh, all seven went, I mean, that class could have been 20. Class could have been 16. I had friends of mine giving the class away. People, I'll pay you to go. They wouldn't go. Now here's the thing: those people that turned it down, there was a good dozen people, good 12 people. Their lives are no different. They haven't even thought about it again. It's just some guy asked them to take this class that I'll pay for. It. It's a $2,000 class. I'll pay for it. Uh, but no, they had to they had to pick up a, a bowling ball on Tuesday. Uh, their birthday was last week, so they they're still in their birthday month. Uh, they're expecting a really good bowel movement on Saturday, so I blocked off that day. I mean, all way more important now. Those people have no idea what they missed, but those seven people, those seven men, their lives were changed. I'm going to be blunt with you: those that are married or with a, in a committed relationship. They've had the best physical relations with their partner they've had in years, if ever. I can tell you, I've been doing this 30 years. I just know this. I never talk about this, but wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, They've had better time, quality time with their kids. They've made impact at work. People have acknowledged them and told them, wow, you're powerful. Wow, I've noticed something about you. Wow, I like the difference. They've been pat on the back. They've been told something's different in you. So they've got all that stuff. Two are now walking with God. The other five plus the two seven are, have cleaned up their lives, done some things different, laid some things to rest. All that in a weekend. And those people that could have been there, they their life's no different. They haven't thought about it twice. And yet they could have had all that. See, you are special. You are gifted. God gives us pain so that we can have empathy. Just like he did. He walked a mile in our moccasins. He had a three-year ministry here. He Occupied flesh for thirty-three years, he gave up his Lamborghini and he took on a, a nineteen thirty-seven Fiat, if they exist, or a, a VW Beetle, if they exist. That's what he did. And so, what's keeping us from being that best version of ourselves is strife. The Bible's so clear. You know, I mean, when the Bible says something so clear, you got to stop and think. Here's the God of the universe. And why would he put so much weight on this one thing? You know why? Because he made us. He knows what affects us. He knows what moves us. He knows what stops us. He knows what shuts us down. Next time you read the Bible and God's given us commandments, think about a daddy giving orders or instruction to a two-year-old child. He's looking out for him. He wants to protect him from the evils of the world. He wants to overly protect, make sure he doesn't get in harm's way. No one kidnaps him, no one takes him, no one molests him, no one abuses him, no one lets him see things or hear things they shouldn't see and hear as a two-year-old. That's God. And here's what he says. For where envying and strife is, there's a confusion and every evil work, right? So what is this thing called strife? Strife is a strong and ongoing conflict over fundamental issues. Strife is deeper than argument, broader than disagreement. Strife usually involves, pay attention, bitterness, and often leads to violence. We see strife today uh, in the political realm. Candidates, I mean, look, I mean, I've never seen a president. Joe Biden is comfortable attacking 40% of the country, calling them enemies of the state, calling us radicals people and I hate gay people. That is such a lie. I couldn't kill a bird. Uh, I don't hate anybody because God says hate is murder. Said you don't hate. You love on people. You might not like what they're doing. You might not like how they're carrying on. But love is a verb, it's not a feeling. It's not a warm fuzzy feeling I have towards them. But I love them. I serve them. I help them. I have a lot of people that in that those realms I just talked about that I put through class that I support some of my fr- what I call friends. I don't hate them. Laurie will tell you that. I don't hate them. But yet people want to judge. They're some of the most judgmental people because they think everybody hates them because they don't like everybody else. It's called projection. So we see strife when a political candidates want to destroy each other. Strife within our families can result in lifelong emotional scars. I deal with people as 30, 40, 50, 60-year-old adults. Strife between nations, right, leads to war. Right? I mean, this is what we're doing. It's being programmed in us. And what we're told, you know, strife can develop when a person of a of opinion becomes a priority in relationships. This is why you've got to got your hierarchy in order. What are your most important relationships? Whose are you? Not just who are you. Whose are you? Strife is always accompanied by pride and an unteachable spirit in one or both parties. Proverbs 13.10 says, where there is strife, there is pride, but wisdom is found in those who take advice. When someone refuses to consider another point of view, that's the world we live in. Think about it. If you think differently, you're canceled, you're excommunicated. When someone refuses to consider another point of view and demand his own way, strife is the result. Someone bent on strife will not allow compromise negotiation or humility. It's never enough. You can't apologize enough. You've got to not just apologize. You've got to walk away from your job. You've got to walk away from your life. You are lower than form of life. If I can call you a racist, your life doesn't matter. It's terrible. strife alienates friends, it divides families, it destroys churches, and yet it's being programmed in us. You've got to be careful, you've got to become a better steward of your mind. Proverbs six is so powerful, Six sixteen through nineteen. You should write that down and go back to a Proverbs six sixteen through 19 says this about God's view: There are six things which the Lord hates, yes, seven, which are an abomination to him. Remember that abomination we had a show. The abominable straw man. Remember that? Look it up. Go to likeitmattersradio.com. So there are six things which the Lord hates. Yes, seven which are an abomination to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that run rapidly to evil, a false witness who utters lies, and one who spreads strife among brothers. Don't you see? It's all about strife. And that's the world we're living in. Haughty eyes. Oh, my gosh. We're the world of haughty eyes. That's the world's mantra. A lying tongue. We had four years of Russia, 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 Russia. And now there's a real trial going on with the FBI showing that they lied. They covered up a, a, a secretary of state, a former senator who's running for president, used the, the, uh, the government to attack an opponent, to destroy him, and no one cares. Some of you won't even watch it. Some of you are so programmed to believe the lie that you won't look at the truth when it's knocking on your door. But no, no no, justice, no peace, right? A lying tongue, hands that shed innocent bloods all around us, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that run rapidly evil. We run to the mobs. We run to the, uh, the, the riots. We run um, a false witness who utters lies, fake hate crimes. Look at all the fake hate crimes in the, in the time of Trump, era Trump all kinds of black people you found oh they were the ones that said all these terrible things about killing black people and the n-word and all that but all ones you to hate white people all ones you hate conservatives all ones you hate they're all Trumpers you see how effective it's been and ladies and gentlemen we gotta squeeze the sponge we gotta shake it off we gotta let it go we're better than this that's what after the break I'm gonna give you some ways to get rid of it some clean some things up because you can't carry it around with you I'm black we'll be right back
6: What's the matter with you people? I was joking! Don't you know a joke when you hear one?
1: (laughs) Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening.
3: I've struggled with a lot of things, I've been in so many different trainings I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready
1: to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, June 30th through July 2nd. That's likeitmatters.net
0: sightseeing in Paris at the mall in Bloomington or on horseback in Dallas we're where you are listen to freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free odyssey app think about it Minnesota collected way more from taxpayers than it needs resulting in the largest budget surplus in history it's time to give it back think about it state spending is at an all-time high the rainy day fund is full And our income tax rates are the sixth highest in the country. Hey, Governor Walz, it's our surplus. Give it back. Think About It is brought to you by Center of the American Experiment, Minnesota's think tank.
2: Mike Hilborn here with Roof to Deck Restoration. You know we clean and restore wood decks, fences, and other wood surfaces. Did you know we also clean composite decks? Let Roof to Deck do the work to bring your composite deck back to life. Get your free quote today at RoofToDeck.com. That's RoofToDeck.com take a listen to this comparison of other training
3: to leadership awakening
2: for probably two-thirds of my
1: 30-year law enforcement career i spent time in supervision and management so i've been to a lot of leadership training been there done that got the t-shirt i went to a leadership course in california where i worked and it's an eight-month program i went through that program i went back later on as a facilitator so
4: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Black. And yes, our Leadership Awakening is coming back to Minneapolis-St. Paul. We'll be there June 30th through July 2nd. Uh, We still have spots in the class. We keep our classes small. Our target class size is 12 to 16. So very small, very intimate. You get a lot of Mr. Black uh, in two and a half days. And so I guarantee you, uh, two and a half days, that will change your life. Uh, and then in July, we'll have a class here in Dallas. I think it's the 21st to the 23rd. Uh, and then in August, we'll be back in Las Vegas. Looking forward to that. Uh, so uh, please go to likeitmatters.net, likeitmatters.net. And if you want to change your life and have a new beginning, sign up for class and do it now. Today we're talking about wound up or stirred up and um, you know, there's a lot coming at us and warriors It's an unprecedented time there. We are living in times that have never been and never will be again I, I firmly believe that and we're being fed a lot of strife uh, strife destroys it destroys unity uh, It's the opposite of love. Uh, it confuses the world uh, it alienates uh, baby Christians uh, it's a, a sign of worldliness carnality uh, it distracts us from our ultimate, ultimate purpose of setting the captives free, of uh, rescuing the hostages, of uh, sharing the good news. So it's it's a distraction, and it's very, very effective. What do you think the psalmist says that uh, there are six things which the Lord hates, yes, seven which are an abomination to him, haughty eyes, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that run rapidly to evil, a false witness who utters lies and one who spreads, spreads strife among the brothers. And, men, are we living on those? But not just that. Look at the, the, the darts of the enemy, the fiery darts. This is coming at us. And if you watch CNN and MSNBC, uh, I mean, this is exponentially greater for you. You're being fed hatred and lies and vitriol. But I got this out of The Washington Times. I'm so I'm sorry. I do not know who wrote this. It was from January ninth, 2022. So it's easy, Washington Times, January 9, 2022. And it starts off by saying, if this doesn't describe our time and our day, what does? And here's what I copy and pasted. We, the people, have become the people of the lie. Our nation is now awash in a sea of deception so vast and of so many lies, that's hard to count them all. Proponents of critical race theories say they're fighting racism while flaunting their own racism. Pedagogues of social-emotional learning claim to teach... Emotional maturity, while they groom your children to be little more than self-obsessed, self-absorbed, and self-indulgent narcissists. Champions of LGBQT lecture the world about sexual choice while demanding it should be illegal for counselors to help people change their behavior, change their desires, and change their choice. Trans advocates blackface women by dressing in cartoonish drag while shamelessly claiming to be pro-women. Feminists pretend to stand for female rights while denying the genetic reality of the female. Black Lives Matter shouts that all black lives must matter while applauding the eugenic butchery of millions of black babies by the hands of predominantly white people at Planned Parenthood. School boards call parents who fight to protect their children from the terror of child porn terrorists. The NCAA says that male athletes who claim to be women are champions of women's sports. MSNBC and virtually every other uh, outlet in the nation dumbs down the word insurrection, while at the same time calling the looting and burning that turned Kenosha into Mogadishu a peaceful protest. Liberals who pretend to care so much about America's constitution declare at their very next breath. Declare in their very next breath that our country's ideals are systematically evil, and that the writers of our seminal documents were merely imperialists working to codify their privilege. Educators argue that history must be taught in our schools, while at the same time lauding the 1619 Project, which even liberal scholars admit is more propaganda than education and anything but valid history. Advocates of my body, my choice, demonize you and me for saying it's my body and therefore my choice as to what I do and don't inject into it. Dr. Anthony Fauci humbly boasts, I am science, while scolding his detractors to stop questioning him. Something that anyone with even an eighth grade education in science knows is precisely the opposite of science. Basics of science is to question things, right? Why? How? When? All the time, right? Just like Christian faith, we're called to read the scriptures, to question ourselves, to question our faith. Little Napoleon runs hyperventilating into the fray, crying, We're all going to die from a virus that has 99% survival rate. This chicken little of a man cries, the sky is falling, while those of us smart enough to spurn his foul warning still enjoy blue skies. And the list could go on. Don't you hear it? That's stunning. you got to realize that we're being programmed. We're being See, That's why this is not an opinion show. Yeah, I'm on a conservative talk radio show. Yeah, I'm a conservative. Yeah, I'm going to call the truth of what's going on in society today what I call um, basically environmentalism. What's the environment of America what's cultural I'm a cultural warrior. So yeah, I'm going to call it like it is. What's going on with the people running our country are an embarrassment, they're a sham, they're destroying our country and it looks like it's planned and 60, 70, 80 million you don't care. That's sad. But that's not what this shows about. This shows about helping people maximize the potentials they were created with. This shows to equip you for the battle that you're in. The battle is called this world. The battle is called this life. The battle is called living your life like it matters in a world dying and decaying. Uh, the, the battle is for those of you who believe in the God of the Bible to share that God of the Bible with other people on a rescue mission. That's what it's about. All this other stuff is this distraction. So what I do is I bring tools into your thing. That's why I'm a life cadet. come up beside you. You're playing the game. Your name's on the scorecard. You put up the money. You win the prize, you get the trophy, you get that babe of a girl, or that the, the stud of a dude, or if you're into something else, maybe you're into trees, that cool-looking tree, all right? You get the trophy, you get the fame, you get the followers, you get all that. My job is to come up beside you, beside you, and then... Feed you with some knowledge. Hey, those clubs, you know, today with the wind and all that, uh, you might want to go with the iron, the high iron. Or, you know, the greens aren't rolling too well today or they're not this or that, so why don't you go with this? Or, you know, your game's been off lately in your irons. Uh, so you might want to just drive it as far as you can, get as close as you can, then go to, to the putting game because that's your strength today. That's what a, a guy does, and I bring things on this radio show, and I bring things in the training. I teach you transactional analysis, which is how you work. The, the the study of Dr. Eric Byrne took complex psychology and put it into layman's term and created transactional analysis. There's a stimulus and response, and that's a transaction. But we don't respond to the response. What we do is because the mind is six times faster when we talk, when someone says something or does something, we go to our past. We see something from our past, we say something from our past, we feel something from our past. Based on that, we respond. So we're not responding to what that person does or says or triggered. We're responding to our story, our narrative about it. I'm a master practitioner of neuro-linguistic programming. Uh, NLP is God's Instruction Manual for the Human Experience. It's the work of many famous people, including Dr. uh, Milton Erickson, Dr. Virginia Satir. And it basically is the building blocks to human experience. And I help people codify and decodify and recodify. Because that's who you are. Multiple intelligences, the work of Dr. Howard Gardner to... um, uh, Harvard, I think it is. Yeah, Harvard. You know, there's 10 different ways we're all smart. I teach you some of the brain sciences, how you work, how you create experience, how you can interrupt the program, how you make yourself angry, how you make yourself turned on, how you make yourself turned off, how you create experience. I know it sounds weird. You think you're at cause. You're at effect. fact. You're in the driver's seat more than you realize, but because you have a good autopilot system, you're letting the machine run itself. I want to teach you how the machine runs so you can get out of the passenger seat, get in the driver's seat, flip off the auto switch, and take that puppy for a spin. Logotherapy. Dr. Viktor Frankl. Man's will demeaning. Man needs to answer the question, why? Why do you think your kids ask all the time, why, daddy? Why daddy's they doing that? Why daddy's that there? Why daddy's that there? Why mommy's this? Why mommy's that? Why mommy? It's therapy. They're creating their map of reality. It's called their basics of the belief system. It's in place by the time they're five years old. I teach you Dr. Deming's work, constant, never-ending improvement. Today, you call it corporate uh, world. You call it Lean Sigma, Six Sigma, Lean Manufacturing. This training that I do at likeitmatters.net is based on the, the Japanese school of Konriche Yosegaka, which is Deming's model. And emotional intelligence, because we're in an emotionally unintelligent world. The right emotion with the right intensity at the right time for the right reason, directed to the right person in the right way. And every single experience that you have is, can only be codified in five things. That's it. All your five senses, something you saw, something you heard, something you experienced tactilely, emotionally, something you smelled, something you tasted. Every single memory, your brain's sensory-based. And so I teach you how you work. I was skilled enough in NLP that I can go back and clean up some trauma, some drama. Because we're all stuff, 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 snap. And tomorrow, I'm going to go through this. Uh, Thursday, we're going to be talking about abortion. i got a great uh, guest who's going to talk about this whole issue of abortion, but in a different way. In a way you're not used to, so I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, And tomorrow, we're going to continue this discussion about how to control our experience and be the best version of ourselves. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does.
6: I had a lady that was in her mid-70s, and I had sold her timeshare, and that was the lowest I'd ever felt in my life. I knew then that I had to do something to simply not to go to hell for selling a timeshare.
0: Chuck McDowell founded Wesley Financial Group to help folks cancel their timeshares permanently.
6: Called her and everybody that I'd sold timeshare to, and I said, this is what I said to you that was a lie, and this is what you need to do to cancel your timeshare. From that point, people started referring friends to me to help them cancel their timeshare, and that's how it all started. I fought the world's largest timeshare company in federal court. If I had lost that lawsuit, There would be no one helping people that have been lied to when they bought TimeShare. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your TimeShare contract or you'll pay nothing.
0: Call Wesley Financial Group now for a free information kit. 800-786-9300. That's 800-786-9300. 800-786-9300